welcome back to the Thoughts of Things podcast. I'm your host, Hosni. And as always, I'll, I discuss ideas, I discuss thoughts, I discuss agendas, um, personal conspiracies, and try to try to direct them in a way that encourages thought, or encourages um, attention, and probably action. And as per that call, um, we would want to proceed with doing things in a way that you know is systematic, that is orderly. And that pro- then that uh, you know encourages or perhaps motivates um, motivates ideas that you know get us through life in ways that we do have control over and some ways that we do not have control over. But uh, as it is, there are things that we can control and there are things that we cannot control that are beyond our ability to 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 control. But nonetheless, I mean, life has to continue. Life has to continue. Like, you have to keep on moving, you know. Um, you cannot stay in one position just because you've been held up by something or an event or something that happened that you cannot control, that you couldn't control, or perhaps you could control, but then you never had the knowledge that you have now, you know, but then you keep wishing that you probably... You keep wishing that you you, you said something in that circumstance or you did something you know but then you cannot go back in time you know and that i believe has happened to almost every single one of us you know um you are held up in a situation or a circumstance and then like a few minutes later you're like man i wish i said this or i wish i did this or i wish i wish you know you just keep wishing and wishing and wishing and there's nothing you can (laughs) there's nothing you can do about it you know like sometimes if you had an argument with someone and then, you know, uh, after the outburst cooled down and then you say it by yourself and then you start thinking, but I wish I said this, I, th- I wish I said this, I would have said this, I could have said this, you know. And then you sometimes it's crazy, like it has happened to me once and sometimes I feel like I want to get back to the person and initiate the, the argument afresh <laughs> and then have the outburst. And then, like, say everything I want to say, you know. And then later on, after some time again, I'm like, I think I could have said this like this, you know, or this like this. So it's like, it's a natural thing and it's a very normal thing. I bet every single one of us has experienced this thing, you know. And, like, it's it's human nature for us to, to regurgitate things. You know, we see this in ruminants, the goats and the cows, like, it can be seen somewhere. And they have not been eaten. And then all of a sudden you see them chewing again. You know, so it's like what they had in their stomach gets back to them. And they rechew it again. So now for us, like the human brain, that is how it operates. Something happens and then it is stored in the primary memory. And then later on, you know, when you're just seated, just on a chill. Or probably, I don't know, engaged in some other activity that is barely related to what you know the brain would bring back to you but it does bring it back and then you find yourself you know looking back and thinking back and you know like uh scrutinizing the scrutinizing the the event from a distance and you're wondering to yourself probably i could have done this or it should have been like this you know and then you start analyzing where the problem was what caused the problem and hopefully if if you know you're gifted if if god permits you you know to 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 try and 
um see how you can do better you know from from what happened because eventually that's where that's where you know progress starts that's where progress is born you know when 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 you look back at a mistake that you made and then instead of criticizing yourself and putting yourself to the decker instead of uh putting yourself to the decker yeah so you want to you want to put yourself in a position where you could actually look back and then think about how better you would have reacted or how you could have avoided the entire situation in in the first place you know because sometimes some arguments are self-imposed like we are the ones that are the problem but then you know we, we never get to we never get to pay attention to that perspective and like um naturally and naturally like that's how we are we are wired to in most cases find something or someone to blame for our for our mischiefs like it it's very it's very very i don't know i think it is it is it is embodied in pride it is embodied in self pride and um self righteousness that we are not the ones in f- at fault and we're always looking at someone else you know to put the blame on um sometimes if there is no one we look for something you know we can be like the pen the pen is the one with the problem and yet it's your handwriting that is terrible but you don't defend the fact that you have a terrible handwriting you know so you so you said the pen is <coughs> the pen is poor quality or the paper is poor quality or probably the information that you're writing does not sound good to you so you blame that and instead of facing the reality you know facing what exactly is wrong which is your handwriting which you need to work upon but then we we get so obsessed with with finding something else and someone else to blame so i think the turning point here is when you allow yourself or when you permit yourself to look at how you can get better you know because sometimes we focus so much on other people that we forget about ourselves and at the end of the day you you're just by yourself and it's 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 just you who who you always with you know so when you focus on what other people are doing and what, and what other people should have done and you forget about you know forget about how you do your things as an individual you know it it gets it gets to a point where sometimes you get so obsessed with the lives of celebrities and how they live their lives or what they do for a living um how many cars they have how much money they earn i mean the people actually i remember um, and again no offense to that no offense to that you could be a stone stone hard fan and i think every single person every single one of us has that trait in us you get so interested in someone that you want to know um you want to know their likes their dislikes what they do how they spend their time and i mean that is like literally the basis of all relationships you know when you know someone to that level then probably you can have an understanding you know with them but then it gets so obsessive and it gets so um irritating personally like i find it very irritating when like someone talks about another person in so much detail that i mean if you ask them to talk about themselves to that level of detail they can barely express themselves that much you know um there are people back in high school 
I remember they would tell you um, the statistics of a particular player. Some of you know them. Some of you have friends that, you know, are like that. And I mean, still, no hate to those kinds of people. Those are just them being fans, you know. But then, in my opinion, I would think that as much as, yes, you know about these people to that breadth of knowledge, I think you should also invest time in getting to know, like, who you are as an individual, you know, and try to understand yourself in depth you know and of course that takes time that takes time that does not happen just in one day that just that doesn't happen just in one day it takes time you know for you to get to know who you are and for you to get to know what kind of person that you are and what you like what you do not like sometimes we confuse ourselves and do not know what exactly we like and what we do not like but rather we find ourselves um gain like getting moved by what other people like and we confuse it with what we like you know and then at some point in time we get to realize that we are just following the heart and do not know what exactly we like you know so but i think i think that is okay that is okay for you not to know what you want because at the end of the day i mean life is still yeah for as long as you have life there's still time for you to get to know what you want and probably what you want today may not be the same thing that you want tomorrow and may not be the same thing that you want the, the next day and the other day and the other day. So, yes, if you do not know what you want right now, it's very fine. It's very fine. I mean, there are very many people that we know that got to know what they're good at and got to find out what they are destined for at very, very late age and still did it. McDonald's. Sorry, forgive me. Not McDonald's. Um, KFC. He worked uh, very many jobs, and most of them he was the first one to get fired. Some of the jobs that he tried, um, he was shortlisted. You know, if there are like thirteen people being hired, um, and there are fourteen people on the list, he'd be the fourteenth. You know, and the line was just chopped above his name. So at the end of the day, he got to start. KFC at 53 correct me if I'm wrong but I think it is 53 if I do recall very well so for all his for most of his life I cannot say 53 years of his life because then you know I mean there is infancy and then there is maturity so if let's say maturity starts started at 20 you know so those are at least 33 years of his life like just abyss I mean he never knew what he wanted so if you're out there and you do not know what you want, it is perfectly fine. It's perfectly okay. At some point in time, you will get to know what you want, you know. So as it is, you've noticed that the topic for today is regret. And uh, I mean, it's something that we all suffer from. It's something that happens to all of us, you know, every single day, every single time. There is something that happens and then you wish you could go back in time and make a difference about it. But then you cannot, you know, because well, time is a commodity that cannot be reversed. Even if you went to the richest man in the world, he can never buy you a minute ago. Even if you went to the, I mean, the best sorcerers, or best sorcerer. By the way, they, someone once told me that um, female sorcerers, females make the best sorcerers. <laughs> I don't know. Is is it? I think a female sorcerer. A female sorcerer is called a sorceress. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> it sounds correct. It does sound correct. Sorceress. Sorceress. Yeah. 
I don't know, you guys will tell me. But uh, someone told me that females make better sorcerers, sorceresses. Oh, God, that thing is confusing me. But, um, I mean, sometimes um, regrets have common causes, and some of them are different, you know. But from study after study after study, the causes of regrets have been outlined to at least five, at least five. So probably these could have occurred with you but probably they could also have not occurred with you yet who knows i mean with time probably they would catch up with you let's hope they never do but uh there is one that is very predominant that is very profound among us also um something that we have always struggled with and we still are struggling with sometimes we tend to feel like things are supposed to be on a silver plate and things are just supposed to find us where we are but then later on we get to realize that we have to work for them and what is sad still is that re- the realization comes with a lot of pain comes with a lot of lessons that you know are, are painful and leave scars you know so uh, the first one is laziness like sometimes i mean most times most times there are things that we need to do and there are things that we need to get done. And we are very cautious about what we need to do. You know, like someone once said that um, what you need to do and what you do not have to do are very clear things until you do what you have to do. Like till today, it kind of confuses me a little bit. If you can, like, you know, think about it for quite some time. It is very confusing in my brain. It is very confusing. But... uh what I got to get from it is that sometimes um, the things that we know we're supposed to do, for example, you know, when you wake up, you're supposed to um, make your bed and then um, brush your teeth and blah, 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 blah. But at least the routine is the same. The The schedule may not be the same, but then when we wake up, we all know, th- I mean, universally, you're supposed to wake up and like make your bed, you know, um, after you make your bed, at least brush your teeth. And then after you brush your teeth, take a shower. Not in that order. Not in that order. Everyone has a different order and frequency. But at least those are some of the common grounds. However, um, when you when you neglect to do these things in the name of, you know, you don't feel okay to to do them or you feel like you're not in the mood. I mean, it, it's a phrase, by the way, that most of us use. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood, you know. So we get emotionally driven and emotionally subjected uh, that we we neglect what we have to do and we are aware of what we're supposed to do, but then we just don't feel like it. You know, like a, a great philosopher once said that if you ever, if you only do something when you feel like you want to do it, then you'll never be good at it. You know, so it also actually happens to me, by the way. Sometimes I feel like today I need to give myself a break, you know, and don't make a podcast or just um, find a way of slipping away from it. But then later I remember that, you know, if I ever want to get good at making podcasts, then I have to keep making them every single day, even when I do not feel like it, you know, even when I wake up and I'm like, "Mm, today, no, you know, but then I have to push myself. Actually, which reminds me, there was another philosopher that said that there are actually two things in the world that every single one of us has to experience and has to endure he said either you endure the pain of discipline 
or you endure the pain of regret. You know, so it, it it's always two things. There, there is no third one. There is no third one. None that I know of, none that I had of, none that I've had of, sorry. And none that I will, I do not know. Life is, life is unpredictable. Probably there will be a third one, who knows. But yeah, those two things. You either endure discipline or you endure regret. You know, and he, he continued to say that um, discipline weighs an ounce whilst um, regret weighs tons, you know. So for anyone that's experienced regret, for all of us, by the way, that have experienced regret, we know how painful it is. So anyway, the, the second one is an outburst in anger or in temper. You know, all of us have tempers and angers and we have things that just switch us blackout you know and you get so pissed off and if you had a blood you'd slit someone to threads you know there is this meal by the way at olympia called shredded beef <laughs> you'd shred someone you know to pieces so in most cases when we get annoyed we tend to say things that are not proper or that uh i cannot that there's any other way to word it but things that we would wish would never say you know when we get back to our normal senses and then later on you sit back and you're like, man, I wish I did not say that. It wasn't worth it, you know. So, um, the other things, I think I'll have to go through them very fast because I, would, I do not want to keep you guys wait uh, on for long. Um, the other thing is when you hurt someone, you know, when, when you hurt someone, maybe physically, maybe emotionally, and then later on you're like, probably there should have been another way to, um, to, to solve the matter, to deal with the issue rather than violence, you know, or emotional, um, emotional, at emotionally attacking someone, because that leaves, that's permanent, and that leaves scars, you know, so scars are something that you cannot avoid, like, okay, you can avoid them, but not for long, and then when you get the scars, it's, I mean, when you look at it, it always reminds you of that thing, so you do not want to be a memory behind someone's scar, and then the other thing is jealousy, you know, when you see someone with something, I think that's envy, jealousy and envy. I think those are close relatives, those are cousins. So basically, those jealousy, envy, hurting someone, an outburst in temper, and laziness, those are the five predominant causes of laziness, you know. And um, just as a way forward, just as a way forward, because one fan philosopher still said that if you focus on only the problem, then you become the problem yourself. You know, so I have to give in some solutions as well, in my opinion. Um, I think the first thing is that you just take responsibility, you know, and accept that actually what happened, happened, and you were the cause of it, and there is nothing that you can do about it. You know, once you accept that you are in fault and you did something that was wrong, I think that's a step forward to healing and to and to getting better. You just accept it and you're like, hey, listen, this happened because of, me doing a b c d and then you find a way of um firstly finding out what you can learn from what happened and then probably find a way of making sure and seeing to it that you do not repeat the same mistake in the future because that would be stupid of you you know you make you fall in a pit you get yourself out of it and you know where the pit is well what it looks like how deep it is and then you end up falling in the same pit the next time you know which is not fair to yourself so you pay attention to that, then you embrace your failures, and then you celebrate your efforts. Um, then the other thing you can do is that you can focus on the positive outcomes of of of, uh, of whatever happened, of course, because they're always positive 
outcomes you know then you allow yourself to get over it you allow you allow your brain to of course you can think about it you can dwell over it you can cry if you must but then do not let yourself focus on it for so long otherwise if you find yourself recurringly thinking about what happened then you may need to get professional professional help then the other thing is you can also learn to forgive yourself i mean you just have to pardon yourself and let yourself be free there is no one else that can free you but you even if you went to the best counselor but then you can never forgive yourself for what happened no one else will and you always to always torment you to always be in your neck anyway um thanks for listening to my thoughts and uh i probably i f- apologize if there's anything that i said that was overly exaggerated and uh i want to thank you once again for tuning in and listening in i remain your host hosni Um I look forward to catching up with you guys personally on my social media platforms at this is hostly Facebook Instagram Twitter everywhere. Um you guys take care. Love you. Peace.